I was doing the wrong thing in many areas of my life. You know, um, one of the traps is I, I actually had money early, which is a good and a bad thing. So it actually enabled me to do a lot of things wrong quite well. And so I was, you know, I, I wasn't being destructive to anybody else, but certainly to myself. And it was very hollow, very shallow. And um, one particular day I just woke up and there were Christians everywhere in social settings, chance meetings everywhere. And, you know, even though I had no, you know, knowledge of God, I knew that was probably not a coincidence that I needed to explore. And just one young girl one day said, come to church, you know, and I thought, okay, I'll go, I'll hate it, I'll leave, I'll tick the box, you know. And, and I went and... Um, Literally, I crossed the threshold of the church and uh, and I met people that wanted to know me without wanting something from me. And I fell in love with the people. And um, and literally, like, I went to church that, that night. I had my game face, too cool for school face, sat at the back. You know, inside, <laughs> inside I loved it, but outside I still had the show. Um, but I left church. I, I, I basically watched my clock for 168 hours until I could get back. I couldn't wait to get back. Went back the next week, uh, went home, and then had my moment where I just said sorry. And, you know, that's not coming out of everything moment where you're just repentant of, of everything you've done. And, and that was the 23rd of September 2004. And was there a massive transformation? Did everyone see the difference? I, I think they probably did. It didn't feel like anything was different. You know, I didn't have that moment where I felt anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as I started to read the Bible, which, you know, when I first started was German to me, it it could have been anything. It didn't make any sense. I would read a scripture. I didn't know if God loved people or hated people at the end of that scripture, you know. (laughs) And, but, but after, but, but just sitting with it for a while, the spirit comes alive and I was able to understand it. And, uh, and that's when I think people started to see the change. And did you have people mentoring you and discipling you in those early years that you look back on and go, oh, thank God for that person? Yes. Yeah. And it, and it's funny. When I hit 10 years in the Lord, I wrote a personal letter to them all. Awesome. And just said, I oh, listened. And like little details of yeah. what they said and did that they would have no idea. Yeah. Um, and uh, and and that, that to me is the beauty of the gospel because in every single case, they express love with nothing in return. Yeah. And that was the bit that leapt at me. The, what is this Christian stuff? Who is this God? Because if that's an expression of him, I want that. And, uh, and so, yeah, so it was a beautiful journey. And, and because I had a passion for business from right from a young age, when I got saved, I knew that's what it was for. So I was to fit in the business world of the kingdom. And, uh, and, and God showed me immediately after I got saved that I would one day start a training academy for Christian entrepreneurs. So did it change the way you did business? Yes. Yeah? So if I be totally honest, prior to my conversion, I literally thought business was so that you could have massive houses, fast cars, and maybe even more than one wife, if I be totally honest. Like yep. that's the system. You know, you have your starter wife and then you trade it in for another one later. Like and, and the minute I came to Christ, I realized that that's just rubbish. It's mm. hollow. It's pathetic. And 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 funny, the, the people that have done that will all tell you it's hollow and pathetic and yeah. rubbish, you know. So so I and and I'm so blessed to learn that at a young age because now, you know, I've got one wife, she's the best thing that's ever happened to me. You know, so so yes, it does change everything. It changes your ethics. And, um, you know, instead of living under the Babylonian system, I can now live under God's commands. So what do you mean when you say the Babylonian system? Yeah, I mean, that's, it's quite a, I guess it's a, a bit of theological um, uh, stuff. But basically, you know, Noah, God wiped the earth. He, was, he, was, he said, I'm sick of contending with man. You know, and so he wipes the earth um, and uh, Noah and his family, the only ones righteous. And, uh, you know, he lands and he has a, a grandson, Cush. Uh, Cush has a son, Nimrod mighty warrior designed by God to be a warrior, but turns against God and uh, builds Babylon, the first city of Babylon under Nimrod. And then he goes and takes his little rubbish and takes it all over modern day Syria and Iran, Iraq. And, um, you know, that system is permeate everything we do now, you know, from high level corruption, Enron, those guys, 
you know, right down to, uh, you know, the average person lying on their insurance claims to get a little bit more than they should. You know, that's Babylon at its highest level and its lowest level. And, uh, and so we've got to overthrow this system and business is the thing to do it, in my view. So you are raising up a, a new generation of Christian business owners who are, you know, ha- have a vision, who have a, a heart for success and who have a heart to have a, a cause that they are attached to where they can actually make a difference in the world. Yeah, and new generation is not necessarily these young guys. I'm finding a lot of, you know, people in their 60s and 70s who have never heard this kind of thing. You know, they they, they are just Christians in business, and there's a divide between their Sunday and their Monday, which is crazy because the Bible, like if it teaches anything, it's like we live one life and we, and everything we do flows out of that. So this, but having said that, so so there's some older generation people who are really catching it on fire. There's a generation coming through that wouldn't see it; they wouldn't do it any differently. They feel like they have an obligation to make the world better than they found it, which is crazy because we haven't had that for 30, 40, 50 years. So that's really exciting to watch. But business caused the problems; it now needs to be the thing that fixes it. And it makes sense. The Bible teaches us how to do it. It makes sense that the Christian entrepreneurs will do it on mass. What that will give us is it'll give us um, a voice in the market. So we will be, you know, if enough of us do the right thing, even at our own expense, we will be invited into the public debate, and that's when we can expose the beauty of God. Well, it's inspirational to hear what God is doing through your ministry and your business. So let's just backtrack a bit. So you came to Christ. It changed the way you did business. What kind of business were you in back then when you came to the Lord? We were finishing up a window cleaning business and I had started a business looking at people's telephone accounts, FBOS accounts, electricity accounts, okay. like an essential services provider. Yep. Yeah. And what was the software development company that you were in? That So that that came in 2009. That came a little bit later. I, uh, I had seen all my clients create these systems manuals made in paper, put in a folder and stored under the desk forever. I thought there's got to be a better way to systemize a business. I thought what would happen if they were short videos? So the whole business was systemized with videos. So I created an app. I created the software. We put it up on iTunes. You could stream it through your iPhone. And so what happens is and I sold it to the gyms, franchises, AMF Bowling, all those guys. So like a gyms franchisee would have access to how to do their job in their pocket ah, instead, cool. of, instead of having a, a big manual. We took that into five countries. And I sold out of that business in 2011. Okay, fantastic. That's a pretty that's a pretty whirlwind uh, business story there. Okay, so uh, we're jumping around a bit here, but I, I do want people to hear about uh, how you met your wife because that's a great story. Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, like I said, she's the best thing that ever happened to me, Kimberly. Um, so I, I was um, I was at youth group on a typical Friday night. I hadn't been going to this church for long. It was really vibrant uh, under Pastor Lucas Connell, such a great guy, and uh, and. <laughs> And so I just saw her, literally saw her walking through the room. And I thought, wow, you know, who's, who's this lovely lady? And then later that night, I had orchestrated myself to sit next to her when we used to hang out for coffee at the end. And it's funny, after a few weeks of doing that, we would find that, you know, every, the whole group was over here and we were off to one side talking about how we're going to change the world. We, she, was, she just wanted to, you know, make this place more like heaven. And so that's, that was the basis of, of our relationship. And, you know, we've gone on to have two kids and one on the way. and Wonderful story, mate. I just love it how, you know, when the Lord transforms someone's life, he then, you know, adds and blesses and changes and uh, brings along all sorts of unexpected blessings. These Kingdom Business Summits that you've been running over the years, uh, I know you've, you've had them in the Gold Coast, in Sydney, in Perth. Um, you've had some incredible speakers there and you, you, you do a lot of the speaking yourself. You're inviting Christian business people to come along for free to inspire them 
to to go to greater levels. What's some of the fruit that you're seeing? Have you got any stories you can share of you know business people that have been impacted by your coaching and your, your seminars? Yeah, there's there's heaps, there's heaps and heaps and heaps. I'll, I'll just give you one. Um, a lady on the Gold Coast uh, came to the Kingdom Business Summit 2013. Mm-hmm. And um, and I get people up to the mic. You know, it's it, it's a real coaching room. It's it's not just a you know sit and listen. It's active. You're doing work. You're reporting it back. This lady jumps up to the mic. She's she's quite emotional. Her name's Jeanette. She's a legend. And uh, and she says, um, the only reason why I'm here is because it was free. I didn't have enough fuel in the car to. That's my last bit of fuel. I came because it's free at conference. She said, but I make a commitment to stand in front of you today, and for the next year, I'm going to execute everything I've learned, and I'm going to stand up next year. I'm going to tell you what happened. 12 months rolls around. She stands up. She says, I have a big business. I've got five staff. I've got heaps of clients. We're prospering, you know, and now she's, she's one of our better clients goes on to fund a whole bunch of stuff. So, so, you know, like there's, there's stories like that, you know, which is why it will always be free. It doesn't make sense for it to be free. It costs us a lot of money, but it's part of the assignment. God asked us to do this as the outreach arm of what we do. We make our money in the marketplace so we can do this, um, you know, by putting this on. It's an inspirational story, and uh, I, I was impacted many years ago. I used to be a sales manager for a, a different Christian radio station, and uh, they, uh, you know, we had a budget to get, and we had to, you know, see business people and come up with marketing and advertising plans. And then I read this book called Anointed for Business by Ed Silvoso, and he talked about how he was a CEO of a hospital, and he had all these problems, and he used to sit in the Jesus chair. He'd sit in the chair and ask the Lord help me, give me advice. And then the Lord would speak to him and then he'd go and fix the problem and he ended up just prospering and being blessed, you know. And at the same time, I did the Crown Financial Ministries course, doing business God's way, I think, growing growing business God's way or something like that, and um, really impacted me and taught me about biblical principles for honoring the Lord in business, in relationships, with your finances. And it all comes back to seeking the Lord first. Just speak to anyone listening right now, maybe they're involved in business or maybe they're just an employee, about putting the Lord first in our work lives. Like the Bible says we need to work as unto the Lord. Just just share, share with our listeners about the importance of that. Like uh, if we want to access supernatural, which is the when he does his bit, our natural needs to be in order. You know, we we bring the natural, he brings the super. So for that to happen, we've got to do the natural well. Mm. So so. You know, like the, the scripture in our weakness, he's made strong, has a thousand permutations. But one of those is business. We we don't have the answer to everything. But but when we bring our best to the table, he does the bit that we can never do. And that's when and, – and you know what? I love it because we never get bragging rights that way. We never get rights to our own amazingness when we just bring what we've got and he does the rest. And so, you know, that's where I think we've got to get to. We just do our bit and, and you know, he, he, he always bridges the gap. Absolutely. Now, you shared before about your conversion experience when you came to Christ. And, you know, there might be people listening that have never heard the good news, that have never given their heart to the Lord. Would you speak to our listeners about what is the gospel of Jesus Christ and how do they respond? The gospel is massive and it's absolutely beautiful. Um, I, I had no prior knowledge of it, you know, as a young fellow. And, uh, and I think that's a massive shame. I wish I had. I, coming from split parents, changing countries at 14, losing all your friends, starting new ones. There's a whole bunch of hurts that you don't realize at the time that, that come from those things and, uh, and little gaps in your life. When I came to the Lord, he filled all of them. He filled every single one of those gaps for me so that I could then go back and have beautiful relationships with those people. And, and it really makes no difference. Like there's, there's nothing in between me and those people um, because God was able to heal it. 
And that's a beautiful thing. I, I, I think, you know, I would definitely be on a completely different path today if it wasn't for God. He, his mercy is amazing. Um, he, he, the way he orchestrates a life, like he, he does know best. He, he very much knows best. And I have tested him many times on that where I've wanted to go one way and then I've gone with his and it's way better. Um, and so, you know, I'm a, I'm an advocate. I'm a raving fan. You know, I don't do much preaching of the gospel. I, I have decided to live my life by being an example um, more so because I want to show people that the, the Bible is highly practical. It's not some emotional feeling. It is a practical way to live. And when you do the way that the Bible says to live, you get a better result. That's so good, mate. And uh, I, I know you're a living testimony of uh, the power of God to transform someone's life and you're inspiring many others. Uh, it's been great to have you in. If people want to find out more about your business greenhouse, what's the website? Businessgreenhouse.com.au. Uh, there's a whole bunch of free videos on there, free resources, things they can download. And uh, and just, you know, there's, I, I like to hear from people. I, I have those emails from the website come directly to me. They're not filtered through the team. Uh, and so that way, I you know, I want people to converse. And, I, and, I'll, and I'll always give people uh, the time of day to chat with them and sit with them and find out what's going on. Well, Wes Hone, I reckon you're a history maker. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater, and why don't you go and make history? History Makers. History Makers is proudly sponsored by Bible League, who serve the local church and other partners around the world by providing Bibles, scripture materials, and training to help people meet Jesus. They provide God's Word to a lost and needy world. Bible League plants Bibles in prisons, among persecuted Christians and in poor nations, bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus. Go to bl.org.au. Station sponsor.